Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first Four Blades in a pub of the Yakanovich era. I'm John, and as always, I'm joined by Ian. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, good to be back. Philip. Good evening, how are you all? Dan. Evening, everyone. And obviously, I think I've already said it, but I'll say it again, I'm John. So, last time we did a podcast, uh, we all pretty much agreed we'd get Yakanovich's manager. We then got in the next day, I had to do a real awkward edit, so I think it's only appropriate, and obviously this will involve the two friendly games and, and the, the league game on Saturday and the cup game last night. What are our thoughts on Jukanovic and, uh, and how he started and, and how we see that going to work out? Start with you, Ian. So, what do you reckon? What do you know? What do I know? I'm not sure what I know at the minute. I think what I knew when we appointed him was... He was, I felt, the best candidate of anyone we were linked with. He was probably the candidate that got me most excited about coming back to watch football at Bramall Lane. Um, probably what I didn't anticipate, and we'll come on to this, I'm sure, is it'll take a little bit of time to get there. But I can see what he wants to do, and people might disagree with that after one game, but I saw enough there to know what he wants to do. It's whether he's got the players to do it, and we'll find the players to do it. I think... Um what you're touching on is really important because my memories of Jukanovic's sides before coming to us were very exciting attack-minded football teams but under when he was at Watford he'd got um, what's his name who ended up at Wednesday as a as a creative spark Andy no um, oh god what's his name Little oh Feze yeah oh Forestieri yeah. Um, he's doing well now isn't he <laughs> playing for I don't know someone but he'd it, got a creative spark he'd got at, um, at Fulham he'd got Kearney as, a, as a, a creative attacking midfielder that broke through the lines and at the moment I don't think we've got that so I think it's going to take him a little bit of time to impose himself on the way that we need to we want so he wants us to play going forward and I think that was quite evident on Saturday I think he got he's, if I remember rightly when Fulham when we had that ding dong with Fulham it finished 5-4 yeah the assessing young absolutely tore us apart on the yeah, way yeah, that trick or yeah he did yeah, he both did. him and Liam Clark that tricks didn't they um, and we have, we've got no width at the minute you, you could see the other day that we, were, we were really narrow and, and they were trying to create width with the full backs balled up particularly but unfortunately, Baldock, he didn't. He was kind of all on his own when he got into the positions he needed to be. Um, so I think, you know, he, he's been left with a bit of an imbalanced squad. And I think even if someone had come in and wanted to play the exact same style as Wilder did, the squad was still out of whack. You know, we've got a lot of left backs, a lot of you know, a couple of right backs, three or four right backs even. But we've been lacking a creative player for. Since Duffy went. Since Duffy left. Even before Duffy left. Yeah. He's been trying to replace Duffy since League One. Yeah. And we yeah. just haven't got that. But we've got lots we've got some really good functional midfielders who retain the ball well, pass the ball well, but we haven't got anyone who can do something out of nothing. Drop the shoulder, go past someone, nutmeg someone, whip across in, smash one in from we, we haven't got that player. Maybe we have him, Freeman. I mean Freeman Maybe, yeah, we'll, possibly. We'll talk, we'll talk a bit more about the games so far in a bit, I think, but Freeman played last night and, and clearly he hasn't played a lot of football for us, but he's always looked like that creative influence whenever he's played against us before. He's just never really had the chance to do it for us. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair shout, Phil. Uh, with with the shape and like having the, the lack of width, I, I suppose you could argue that 
it, the only player that it actually suits is, as being more natural would be Burke. Whereas, the, obviously, Callum Robinson scored at the weekend. He looked very much more like West Brom. Got, he, the irony of it all, Robinson would be perfect in this system, in this Probably, division. Yeah. He would be the exact yeah, sort exactly of player we, we need. need. Yeah. Uh, but Burke, obviously, well, we can talk about Burke for all night. Or not. Exactly, and I think that probably well, we sums it. in his existence completely. But it's, it's just very, very, very strange. Uh, someone made uh, a reference to him being a bit like Marcus Rashford to me the other day, and I just didn't respond. Did you be feeding school kids? Uh, <laughs> when they both got a head, I would say that's probably where the similarity ends. I mean, I think it's more that Rashford maybe gets criticised about his end product quite a lot. Um, do you know Whereas Burke never I, really shows the end product. Like even the goal he scored at Donny, I was like, "Well, is he going to put that in?" Because it looks like he's like trying to get behind the defender. Even though we, we aren't getting into too much of the debate about Burke. I didn't think he were bad the other night. I really didn't. No, it, actually on Saturday, no. I, I mean, I, you know, obviously my feelings are only Burke are well known. Yeah, it was dangerous in patches, um, but I think that's possibly. It was probably our most dangerous player, but I think that said a lot about it. It's probably, a, yeah, it's a low bar. Yeah. It's a, it's, but ultimately, if you're going to play this way, McGoldrick isn't suited to going on the left wing because he hasn't got the pace to do that. And you know, John Fleck on the right wing. Well, I wonder if, I had this thought today, because obviously you've got Fleck on the right and you've kind of got Norwood and Berger popping up. Well, probably Berger on the left. I wonder if he's doing that, if that's... If that's a kind of conscious decision, you know when sometimes you have you get teams that play with inverted wingers, so they get yeah. they, you get a right foot on the yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. If he's doing that to drive the midfield play inside and create space for the fullbacks to come outside, outside yeah, because we, because we're so narrow, he's trying to almost narrow the game, the, the, the area the game's played in, and create space for for ball up down the right hand side, that, drag the midfielder in, yeah. so he's like a one on one. Where we all sit on the cop as well, like. I wasn't I wasn't at the game on Saturday, unfortunately. I've only seen bits on TV, but I think what we will notice over the next, particularly home games, we'll start to see the sort of movement we play. Like last night, it was really hard. We we kept saying, "Has that changed?" And we I was convinced for a while we were a different shape in and out of possession, for mm. example, and like Tyler Smith almost playing in midfield. It was. I think when we sit on the cop regularly, we'll start. We'll start to see if that is as as direct as you think. I think the another thing that it's maybe fair to say, to, like anyone overreacting to the loss on on Saturday, is that like lot of square. Definitely, we've mentioned McGoldrick, but Osborne at left back, the square pegs in round all. Yeah, Robinson, like, Robinson's not a centre half. Not it. He he what can, is it? He's a left back. For me, he's a left back. You think? Well, yeah, I do. Yeah. One of the th- uh, left so hand side of the three. I don't think he's mobile enough but to that, be a left back. But that comes back to a, a squad that's in balance. Yeah, and that's yeah. We haven't, notwithstanding we never replaced Jack O'Connell. We, nobody expected him to get injured again or, or, or to, to be missing possibly this season as well, but we never replaced him when we, we had We're struggling to get a, a back three together. You'd be comfortable playing in this division in the old formation. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. mind then finding two to play in a new, in a back four well, potentially. I'm starting many people were calling for Basham but the way he played in the back two last night Basham can't play in a four no. he, he, was, he, he can't he was, he was pretty See, I, alarming See, I thought it was flicking between a back four and a back 
three. Second half, I think it was. It I think was... we started as a back three. Mm. I think he started on the right hand side of a back three, yeah. and Gordon on the left hand side of the back three, who is right footer, by the way. So cor- I'll correct myself from that. Oh, right. I was going <laughs> um, But yeah, it, it, it did go to a back four to the second half, and Basham just looked like looked like Basham of old. It looked like Bambi and Ice every time he got the ball. And you know, it, a lot of uh, the clambering for certain former managers and stuff. The former manager signed Ben Osborne and Jack Robinson and Max Lowe. Now, if we, we've obviously got Ender is going to be first choice still, I imagine. Norrington Davis will be involved. If we're then playing Osborne there rather than Max Lowe, I ask the question, what is the point of Max Lowe? I'm assuming he's got to be injured because otherwise he'd have to be in the squad. Wasn't he on the bench last night? Don't think so. I don't know. I don't I, well, I, but I just, I'm just speculating that it all just... In like, theory, he's potentially now our fourth or fifth choice left back. So and if everyone's was, fit. And he was, he, was he, was, on the, he was on the bench last night. He right? was on the bench, so he's, he's fit. So he's fit. And he's already not been picked above a left, centre, a left centre midfielder, a young left back who made his debut for his last night, I think. Yeah. All right, his first yeah, yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. Competitive, so already, yeah. already he's that far down the pecking order. And we, he was part of a £15 million deal this time last year. He was. And he also played moderately well in one game away at Burnley and people actually wanted him to start in the league. Yeah. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. How far um, was end up? Do we know, do we know how far it was? First training session last week. Man. Five or oh, six okay, weeks, right. I'd so say. From... But he was suggesting at the weekend Norrington Davis was going to be out for a little bit longer as well. Wasn't I was impressed it. by Norrington Davis last night. He's very think, aggressive, yeah. isn't he? I yeah, think that's yeah. going to be a real good quality because that's what we've missed from O'Connell. Yeah, like, I don't aggression. think we. I don't think the back, apart from Baldock, the back. I think as a team, but we missed aggression in the middle. Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. As a team, that's, that's, what, that's where Birmingham beat us the other day. Yeah, they did. It was nothing to do with tactics. They outworked us and they bullied us at yeah. the part, and they were smart. And they were smarter than us. I said they were streetwise. They took bookings yeah. but never risked sending off. They yeah. were always on the right side of the ref, and broke it. Broke play up. has been. Like it probably wouldn't be someone I would have considered for our job, but like, so it done such a good job to get Charlton up when they were in complete and utter like um, disarray. And then, what you'll have done at Birmingham, it's not glamorous, but you get you you got you kept them up last year. Just get like workmen like people. I got Ryan Woods there. He was one of the most fancy players in the division yeah, three four years yeah, ago, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. So yeah. like, if good. ever a team's in a manager's image, it was them on Saturday. Yeah, mm. they're a, they're a kind of. Nasty, snarling championship side. They'll, they'll do all right this season. They'll get some results. I'm, I'm not sure. sure. I don't think they'll get promoted, but they'll be, they'll be top ten. Like Have you, has anyone listened to any kind of Vich's interviews yet? I have to concentrate really hard. That's not. <laughs> I, 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 like, really, I like the guy. I like him. I know there's obviously a bit of lost in tra- translation sometimes, but he talks sort of gibberish most of the time. Have you listened to what he actually says? He just talks. <laughs> I like rubbish. how he invents words. <laughs> Aggressivity. <laughs> He followed that with a like really knowing smile, like you're not going to question me on that now, are you? <laughs> and that, it, it took me till the second half last night to notice that he was like dressed like <laughs> one of one of lads from Sopranos when they're outside the cafe having a coffee. He just looked so cool. It did look cool, didn't and it? I, was like, I swear Whoa. he got like a like a pair of beige chinos and a yeah. black turban. Yeah, it looked like he'd been booed. No belt though. <laughs> He'd been to Gant Outlet, like uh, Mansfield, <laughs> but like it looked, he looked, he looked, he looked smart. But we, you kind of bitch, I think. Happy uh, we've got him, but he's going to take time, and it might end up being a case of being in the top. If we're in like the top eight, 
come January, he's then in a position to get a bit more specifics in. And obviously, we're going to talk about ins and outs, but I do think that needs to there needs to be something there. I and mean, I think there also there probably needs to be a call on one, if not two, of the strikers if there's anyone interested in taking them. Because arguably, if we're going to have one central player. Brewster, you'd say, maybe out wide. I know McBurney's played in, in the channel before. Burke, but McGoldick can't go and do that. Sharp certainly can't go and do that. Moussey made a biscuit. Moussey yeah. could do that for a few minutes. Moussey looked on Saturday, I thought, first half, he looked dangerous. He looked, like, he looked a problem for them every time he got the ball. And we were, yeah. Again, we were talking around us on Cop saying, look, I think the same as Blades probably was saying last week, if you can get 20, 25 games out of him this season, there's 15, 20 goals there, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, what did we say at half-time? Moussa's looking good. Moussa's looking good, on. he just needs to stay fit. Ping! <laughs> it was a complete freak of an injury as well, wasn't it? It was he, a nothing he didn't ball. Slip him, didn't he? he slipped, He yeah. slipped, he kind of, obviously he went, obviously the Burke's cross got cut out and he obviously went to stop and just slipped. Slipped both it, feet forward, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. And it's gone, I mean... Again, I don't know if that's. But, he, but he's not. It's playing. unlucky, but is it conditioning? Is it you know, He's never finished ninety minutes for Bournemouth or United in England. Yeah, yeah. in his time in England. That's a, that's a quite damning stat, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, you can say it's unlucky, and you can say it's. it's but what I'm would sure say? It, but if you look after yourself a bit better, he does look trim though. Yeah, Whereas he does look. He, like, he, yeah, looked, yeah. he looked a bit heavy last yeah. season, and he does look trim. He's oh. never. He's never going to be. He's not. He's not the sort of build that's ever going to look. He's never going to look like Burnie, is he? He's no. never going to look like Rangers. He's, all, he's always going to have like a. That's kind of build to him. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our kind of builds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, enjoy the finer things in life, don't we? Yeah. But there's. There, I think there's a. I think there's probably more questions after these after the game last night and after the game on Saturday than people thought needed to be answered maybe after Doncaster when we'd gone sort of steamrolled and played well in, in, in patches in that game and looked very much a cut above them as you'd expect but they have, they have three or four trialists of course including yeah. Louis, Louis Reed running around like I'll go one day did he? I didn't know he played just in that just game swindle, he? He, was, he was in that game I yeah. That. He, I, d- I actually don't think losing to Birmingham will be the worst result that could have happened the other the other night. The way it happened and the fact that he's opened a lot of people's eyes to the fact that it's not going to be a walk in the park and HMS pissed the league like the other side of the city seems to do every season when they're expecting to win things. I, I think it's, it's that- probably a little bit grounding for people and that's not a bad thing. I just hope they got patience because I, I tweeted it Saturday. <laughs> hold your breath. Yeah, I know. I, I tweeted it on Saturday. The, the team have got to get used to this new way of playing but so have the fans because it's alien to us. We've been used to blood and thunder and up and at them and Wilder's Wilder ball and very, very purposeful attacking and we're not going to be playing like that this year. I also look at a side on Saturday that, yeah, we, we had a few better results towards the end of our season, but that's a squad of players who are used to losing. Yeah. Who have yeah. got little confidence, who have lost behind closed doors, who are coming out in front of a 29th, and you can say the professional football should be able to do with it, but they've, got, they've had a losing mentality for much of last season coming out in a game they're expected to win in front of a near well, well full house because the load's not there but 29,000 crowd I I got the sense at times we were panicky and we froze a bit on the ball and as much as I can see the way we want to play the players mentally weren't right for it as well like Fleck 
like Flecken played well in August in the last five seasons. Even, even when we've started well, he's still, he's, he's a he, month behind, isn't so he? Like, so last year he won't play well in September, October, yeah. November, December. Thing is, it, I think Fleck Hall for last season had an injury. I'm convinced of it because he were in and out, in and out, and that goes back to your thing you said about Moose down in conditioning and generally because obviously these what's happened with O'Connell and there was some nasty rumours about him actually taking legal action against the club and did Freeman have an injury uh, incorrectly treated somebody said so yeah I think I saw a news article on that he'd gone to Forest injured and claimed that United had misdiagnosed it whatever the injury was with hamstring so, or groin or something like that so it's all all stuff like that's a weird one but I do all I think what we've got to hope happens hope happens in the next coming weeks players coming to the group for two reasons a to fit the system but b just a fresh character around the place like someone breathing down someone's neck or things like that or like Ian says a change in mentality Mm -hmm. someone's someone that's not used to the the bad results that we've had for thick end of a year a year and a half really since lockdown what would be what will be interesting well it's like he's announced, obviously Egan is Egan's the captain. Is Egan the best leader? I don't know. I think he's a great person when you hear him speak, and he's pro- he's a very good footballer. But I think, not hundred percent sure, but I think he's captain at Fulham is Kevin McDonald in that midfield oh, role. Kevin's Ke- captain. Well, an offensive you- player is the captain. I think. I'm not saying well Sharp would probably still consider himself a captain, but he's be interesting depending on who comes it, in. It depends what he wants from a captain. Some managers want a, a blood and thunder mm. get them all, you know, get them all um, get them all riled up captain. And some would rather have a leads by example I, kind I, of calm head, wouldn't they? I think Egan is a good captain in terms of he does lead by example, he mm. sticks his head in where it hurts. Yeah. You can see him talking through to people. We'll come on to Ramsdale in a bit. The other, but the other night you pointed out about Ramsdale berating. Fucking hell! He absolutely ripped Osborne a new one. First off, when he had that chance where the corner came out to him, and he had a chance to take it down and drop it in the box, and he blazed it up at bar. Yeah. Fucking hell! Ramsdale went absolutely bananas at him. And and that's the sort of thing you want from a yeah. captain. I've always thought Baldock could make a good captain as well. Yeah, until he starts actually collecting the yellow cards from all these misdemeanors. <laughs> we'll come on to this, but I, as well as he got into space and got in good positions on Saturday, I think he has a job holding his place down. If, if we sacrificed a bit of defensive stability for more attacking down the whip. Well, it's up for debate. We're going to talk about ins and outs and potentials yeah. in a bit, aren't we? So that's probably a good conversation. For but, but overall, I think we're, we're like quite grounded as as a set of fans um, in us four the wider the, <laughs> the wider the wider fans um, you know choose wider to, fans or wilder fans exactly but that's the thing it's almost well it's sort of like can, can we just point out now we can be wilder fans and also your Kanovich fans yes for yeah. avoidance of doubt and we all are yeah, also but we're in the here and now yeah. also um, we probably I think we put our neck out all four of us and we didn't say the words but when we did these podcasts through gritted teeth during last season which was shit there's no two ways about it i feel like we all suggested that maybe a change was necessary a lot longer a lot long before and that's not because we hated wilder far from it i just no one likes anyone who always talks about their ex it's really really boring 
<laughs> right? When your mates do it, you switch off, don't you? And it's the same with that football. Like you, we, your wife don't like it either. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no. When you've got a black book the size of yours here. <laughs> um, but in, but in all in all seriousness, it's I think we we've we've got to stick with this guy for the foreseeable. Uh, and one thing I, to end the kind of hit section, Phil, I can't not mention what we saw last night. So obviously, as somebody who sits on the cop, uh, some young budding artist has been on the John Street stand and painted all the players next to each entrance. Now he used to go on the John Street stand as a young lad, and between the two stands was, they used to have a shop there, and the stand's basically broke in half. On there, they have painted a huge picture of Yukanovich with a really eerie shadow behind it. And for the love of God, I hope he's successful because I won't want to be the person who has to paint over that because that image will haunt you. Please tell me you got a photo of it. I don't know if I did. I'll have to have a look off uh, there. It's probably worth going in the John Street stand just for that. Or maybe somebody is in there against Huddersfield. They can take a photo and tweet the podcast so Dan can see it. But... Yeah, I think we all all want to see him do well, but the poor bloke, because we're going to go on to in a minute, needs to get some of his own personnel in. Welcome back, everyone, to part two. Um, so obviously we've just gone over our thoughts of the, the early days of the Yukanovich era, uh, and now we want to kind of dedicate a section to how he might reshape the squad with, with ins and outs and potential rumours of, of players coming in and going out and whether that's a good thing and whether we could rebuild things. So, um, Phil, thoughts on ins, outs? Well, I mean, I think it would be probably wrong of us to, to talk about this and not talk about the, the news from today, which is strong rumours coming from London that uh, we're in advanced talks with Arsenal for a 24 rising to £30 million deal for Aaron Ramsdale. You know I've been a big fan of Ramsdale from from day one and, and I've defended him when, when it seemed indefensible at times, but for that kind of money for a goalkeeper at this level, he could re- that money could rebuild the squad. It's it's gotta be it's gotta be good business for us. If that's right, I think we've gotta take it. Hundred percent. I think any of us would disagree with that. Yeah, agree completely. I mean I think we we all kinda of thought if we lose one or you know, lose Berger or Ramsdale for that sort of money, but realistically like you said you could you could lose Ramsdale for thirty million, replace him with a four or five million pound goalkeeper, and it probably wouldn't have that big an impact on on our chances this season. Or, or a fairly fairly decent, reputable loan like we did last season to get it last time. Yeah, together. possibly. Yeah. It, it it frees up funds. It, it could potentially plug the gap for needing to sell anybody else, and still free up money to to go and get some of the other rumoured signings that we've looked at. And, and you'd like to think if he doesn't fancy Verips and Wes. <laughs> Can you remember, can't remember his surname? <laughs> him if you want. Yeah, I do. I just like calling him Wes. <laughs> I always thought he was an absolute bomb scare. I, I always him. thought it was a, a, an odd signing. When I liked him when he was at Brentford. They, they all said back that, a good few seasons. They all said how well he'd done at Rangers, but I'm sure he conceded. The number of goals he considered at Rangers. He was keeper in second division as well, weren't he? In, weren't in a pub league, essentially. It, it was huge. I mean, he conceded five goals to a Nigel Clough Sheffield United side. What more do you need to know? Well, oh, then let's be honest, there's a new bar being set for being shit at Rangers, so we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, John, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that booing, I can hear? 
no, 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 in all seriousness, I think uh, Ramsdale, wish him well. Well, I think it'll be interesting if he does actually play, uh, because obviously as well, like if they were to get him on, alongside signing White, that's like that's like quite a different sort of transfer approach. It, basically, you buy the buying two England players, aren't they? For Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's not their usual. They've they've tried to do a version of that, but going and getting Rob Alding from Bolton isn't exactly the same, you know. And they've they, they in the past they've bought what I'd call like the second tier English player, like Calm Chambers and, and stuff like that have come in and never done it. Whereas Ben White, you'd argue probably he's definitely it's certainly a potential future England. Yeah, player, and, Rams, yeah. and, and Rams, 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 Ramsdale. Ramsdale yeah. I mean, Arsenal fans obviously are up in arms about Ramsdale for thirty million because he's second choice. If he turns out to be off, it turns out to be decent. He could be their number one for 10, 15 10 12 years, years. Yeah, yeah. for thirty for thirty million. You sort of are. So I think that's... Arsenal fans are also more bothered about the fact they got rid of Martinez, aren't they? Yeah, but they've yeah. got over that, that last year. No, but what I mean is, I think yeah, that's yeah. what they. That's what they're saying. Get rid of him for fifteen and buy Ramsdale for thirty. Yeah. They're saying is 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 crazy. But, but no one knew Martinez was going to be as good as he was for Villa. I think he was highly rated, and it just so happens every, the stars aligned for Villa a lot last season. These everything seemed to go in their favour. Literally, over, uh, over <laughs> Kate, Kate, sorry, came in black hole forms from this season. Then. Yeah, uh, it'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, well, if he if he goes, he goes, and it. I can't. My original point before we went off about Wes, uh, I went off about Wes is. Is that I'm sure that there's somebody he's got in mind because like this isn't new. This is a, this hasn't blindsided us. It's not like someone's come in and said Rian Bruce to forty million, and we're like, well, we've got to go because that's too good of money to turn down. And we're planning. You know what I mean? I, it, I, I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be somebody ready, somebody in the, in the pipeline to come in. And I can't see him spending eighteen and a half million like we did on Ramsdale. It'll be a three, four, five, six million. I would have thought, which still frees up. Even if it's only three quarters of the money from his transfer, it frees up a lot of money for for, for other incomings. Or like you say, a decent a, a, a decent, decent loan. loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know who's out there. I don't know if Man United have got another one. You know, Man City or anything like that. But yeah, have, potentially have a decent. Linked. Um, we've been, been linked with a kid from QPR, Senny Dieng. Dieng. Yeah, Dieng. Don't know, don't know a thing about him. Honestly, don't know a thing. So about him. did he play Wentzville in the last season? I saw a bit of that. Man. Remind me a bit in, in sort of stuff. Sorry, I, I, you just reminded me of something. Wednesday signing a player called Sal's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, um, no, I just think it it didn't didn't stand out. It didn't have to put obviously play Wednesday last season, but I, that's I, what I suppose you don't really want to keep it stand out, do you? I guess. No. Um, Understated. Yeah. yeah. Effect. I suppose it's going to have to be someone who can use the feet, isn't it? I think that's the... You're going to have to be someone... Oh, quite clearly, yeah. yeah. Who, did, um, who did Fulham have in goal when Jukanovic was there? It might have been Bet- Bettinelli. Bettinelli. Bettinelli, who's yeah. now got a club, but I think Chelsea are after him for Rob Green's hung up his For their clubs. random third-choice goalkeeper. Yeah, for the league ramp. not still there. Well, are, we, are we writing Verips off completely? I don't, oh, no, I don't think we've do seen we, him to make a judgment. Well, I, I think he's now got half as many clean sheets as Aaron Ramsdale has for Sheffield United. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think when Verum says plays. They were, they were that time he came rushing out and injured himself. Yeah, Keen Bryan just kind of went, doom, and wiped him out. Another former great. The fact that 
it, to talk about ins and outs, the fact one of the most like detailed and covered United topics of the summer was whether Keane Bryant was accepting his new contract. <laughs> I, I think the that's quite. A club, has yeah, it? well, he's a Premier League player, so he's Warnock keep... wanted him apparently, didn't he, at Middlesbrough? Like, yeah, Warnock knows the centre half. Remember, Sol Bamba's he's, a better um... defender than Virgil Van Dyke. <laughs> is, is Darren Randolph available? I don't know. Is he West Ham? West Ham, yeah. And I'm sure they've been linked to else. They've got Fabianski. Fabianski, I'm sure they've just either the, bought or buying Are they getting him from Fulham? Ariola. That's it, yeah. Sounds like a tip. But if Randolph should be back. Yeah, Randolph would be. Randolph was the best keeper in the Championship not so long ago when he went middle wasn't he? I'm sure they played. I mean, what about Matt Ryan? Westwood. Matt Ryan's a good shot. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah. If Ramsdale goes there, get him to throw Ryan in. Berger's best mate, isn't it? Get him to throw Ryan in for a season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. They randomly go on holiday together, which. They played together in Norway, was it? Oh, not Norway. Belgium. Belgium, yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Ah, ah. Matt Ryan did do a few dodgy things at Brighton. He's a great to... shot stopper, Matt Ryan. I remember some like strolling out at Boxwood Ball. But anyway, uh, I think, as you said, Phil, that all keepers have their own sort of quirks. That's one way of putting it. But like the other one, Cheers. <laughs> another one is uh, that's like, heavily linked is Ben Davis. Um, might have got a massive concern about this one. Obviously, he was a very good championship player. He played football for se- seven or eight months. Uh, you say he's a very good championship player. I can't remember ever seeing him play. Yeah, I couldn't tell you well, anything about I, him. I, I'm basing that on the fact that the the champions at the time signed him, and because I'm very arrogant. I don't pay much attention when we're not in that division think, below. Like, well, no, I think I think whenever I saw Preston, it was a mid, one or two of the midfielders stood out more than the defenders. Yeah, the lad, in, the uh, one who's at Bournemouth now, is he? Yeah. What's his name? See? I mean, I think Liverpool. Yeah. they signed yeah. Davis, but I think they just it was covered. They just wanted it? a warm body, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, he signed three and didn't play him. Yeah, he? exactly. So well, that's my concern about him, though. Is he? I'd rather get somebody who's who's like playing well and ready to step in so it might have took him 10 games to get up to speed but then you say playing well steps in it's early days for everyone and most have had a disruptive but, yeah, yeah he's probably he's, we were talking about our kind of truncated pre-season he's probably not much further behind where our current first team are is he if he's mm. done a pre if he's done his pre-season with Liverpool he's probably not he's probably played more friendlies and then and then the other obviously big rumour that's been going around Vieira which wasn't happening the other day because um Sources believe that maybe he might not potentially be coming in case potentially we might have to sell somebody or whatever it was that was in the style the other day. I and think everyone collectively lost their minds for 12 hours. <laughs> What's going on at club? It's a disgrace. There's all sorts <laughs> going on behind. Yeah. That word, but we... The thing is, though, with, the, with Vieira, it's, it's one of them, like with the lad when... We were getting a lad on loan from Brighton who went to West Brom and I was like, Oh! And it's like, You don't know anything about him! Never He's 19! Like, that but, kid who went from Brighton to um, West Brom, by the way, he's never been 23. Have you seen him? No. Seen him? You've not seen his airline? Bloody hell, it's like Nobby Styles. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Nobby Styles, maybe he plays like him. We missed out on a corker. But like, the thing is, Riviera, he's got two really, 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 really good names. <laughs> and and that gets me it excited. Threw me, it threw me dad when I WhatsApped him about it. <laughs> <laughs> double splitting, double swoop. <laughs> 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 
Can we, Back can at Greenham. If yeah. we're doing that, can we sign his brother, Romario Vieira, as well? <laughs> yeah, get them both in. Get them both in. Yeah. I was but, reading about him because he's actually played for uh, represented England at yeah. 20 and 21 level, I think, yeah, despite yeah. not being English. But um, they were saying when Bielsa came in, it was almost like a choice between him or Phillips, who Bielsa was going to concentrate his time and efforts on. And he spent his time concentrating on, obviously, Phillips, and that's gone the way it has. And Phillips, to be fair, looks an outstanding footballer now. But Leeds fans were saying that he could have easily been just as good, if not better. Well, Leeds have been linked with him in the last couple of days, haven't they? It's, I think it's because he's isolating in Leeds. That's probably oh, where right, that's okay. coming from. Yes. Apparently. Or is he just waiting for us to have some money? Apparently. Apparently. Yeah, he's just waiting for us to copper up down back at Sofa. <laughs> Well, yeah, go Prince and get... Is a, Prince is at Bright House again. <laughs> Sorry, no, he's at cash converters this time. What's, what's, he's got, he's got what's the exchange rate on, didn't he? Yeah. He's one of them, uh, one of them cash for gold <laughs> envelopes that's just dropped through. No. <laughs> to be fair, quality at sanitizer last night weren't where it needed to be, and I think they've obviously been down. They've been down own bargains. Someone told me pies aren't as full, so they're, they're making, making all the changes tell you, they, they can. But Anne's like singing detective. <laughs> <laughs> saving money with bar staff. Jesus. Try and get a pint on Saturday, that was ridiculous. Try and get a pint, what's that? How many do you want? Three. Three pints? Yeah, okay. Do you want to come over here to pay? Yeah, you're going to start pouring them this week. <laughs> it was like, got in the ground at half seven, I've got plenty of time. Ended up like missing greasy chip, but anyway, Vieira, I think, will probably happen. Yeah, yeah I think Vieira, I, I think there's a good chance Davies will as well. That seems to be... They're very strongly really carrying some weight. So according, what about? Oh, sorry, I was going to say according to obviously, I'm, well, I'm blocked by him. But someone very kindly screenshot it the other day. According to uh, professional dart chucker and random player generator, bit in paper, Alan Nixon, we've got deals kind of in the pipeline for Vieira, Davis, Garner from Man United, Kirk from Crew, yeah, and. Selly, the Peruvian wonder kid. Who, yeah, Nathan Hemingham described as a headline as Sheffield United plotting transfer coup for Peru's next Norbert Solano because there's been no great Peruvian Is it Peru who Beriton from Blackbirds decided? Ah, Chile. That's oh, Chile. Right. Same colour on the flag. Beriton Diaz. But the only other famous person from Peru is Paddington Bear, so that's why they've cut Norbert Solano. <laughs> Marmalade on toast being thrown on the pitch. Now, if our social media team have got anything about him when we sign him, they'll sign him and he'll have a fucking duffel coat on and a hat (laughs) with a fucking marmalade sandwich (laughs) under it. Take his hat off and there's a marmalade sandwich under his hat. If they've got anything about him, if you're listening, Mr. Campbell, (laughs) this is what you need to do. That would be quite something. That would be... I mean, I think... That would be akin to... Should have, uh, him, should have him like ambling down Shoreham Street. <laughs> 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 Ian stood up doing a little jig, if you don't know. Now that would be akin to your your favourite uh, photo from the 90s of Carboni and um, De Canio yeah. eating a <laughs> partially frozen <laughs> uncooked pizza. <laughs> uncooked as the pizza. <laughs> oh my but God. that would be genius if you could do that. that I, I'd like that because, unfortunately... They're too bloody cool. For example, one of my highlights of last season, the Moose Moose comeback video. Oh, where... that was horrendous. Well, I mean, that could be played on a loop, wouldn't it? <laughs> but in, like, yeah, get the Peruvian lad. What will be funny is if we don't sign him, someone will probably cry. I've bought a Peru flag. <laughs> 
It'd be like Berger all over again. But can't well, get... if, if we sign James Garner, can we do this? See if it's fun. This is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. Kids, ask your parents. <laughs> I think there's possibly only me and Ian here old enough to remember Rockford Files. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> I can just remember it, but I still haven't got a fucking clue what they're on about. I mean, I don't know a thing about... I don't know about James Garner, <laughs> Great Escape and all that. This James Garner, don't know a thing about him. He was alone at Forest, but For, what Watford, is it? Watford, wasn't it? I think he was at Watford, didn't start enough games, but Forest in January, centre midfielder. Creative, box-to-box... Haven't we been quite heavily linked with the kid at Liverpool as well? Harvey Elliott. Yeah. I think yeah, we're in front of Q, but I think most championship teams and some in the Premier League probably fancy him because I saw, watched a few bits. He got really red, white, bird, frightening. You like, can have it to him his debut, didn't he, at Fulham? That might put us... As a fetus or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Held him up like Simba or Craig and Kelly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, and John did it. Like boss baby. <laughs> God. Tell me oh, I've missed you. <laughs> but in all seriousness, that, that might work in our favour. But the problem with transfers is now, like, like with the, because we haven't signed anyone, there's like people would get really excited if we just got like a, another backup goal away. People are just desperate for. Like to get, oh, I want to talk about the. You get the flip side of that as well. People getting frustrated because <laughs> we haven't signed anybody. It's the flattest summer transfer window I've ever known. Yeah, there so isn't the, a lot of no, stuff no, happening. There's only, there's only Wednesday that have signed a load of players, and that's because they had no, no players. Yeah, they've done all right Wednesday with the recruitment. A lot of they've signed a lot. They've of signed good. Marvin Johnson. I'm making any comment about Lee Gregory signing for him? I think. He's got to pay bills. Yeah, fair play. It's a professional thing. Yeah, fair play. You don't have to, yeah. He did drop the word massive in his, uh, in his tweet. To he, say. he also kissed his, the inside of his wrist, which I'm sure is where he's got a United tattoo. So oh. we've covered potential players in, obviously, to, and we've covered one p- p- player potentially out in, in Ramsdale. Any others that we see going out, either either young'uns on loan or any other players that may attract based, attention? Based on last night, I think a will Quite a few of the young ones could do with playing men's football. Jebison, without a shadow of a doubt, could. I think Kai Gordon could do with going and playing men's football because he never has. Um, I would send Brunt out. I think everyone's ready to have Brunt. I, I like Brunt, the look of Brunt. He says he didn't want to go out. He's interested today. He said he'd rather stick around yeah, and, and no, chance I, I think, I, think I thought Brunt was... I thought he was... I'm going to say safe, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. He did everything comfortably and he did, did it, generally did it well. But there was not a lot else. And I'm I, not sure that's his position, though. I think he's actually I've, a slightly more advanced yeah. midfielder than where he was playing I last it was night. better second. When Norwood came on, he looked... Because I'd said to you, yeah. not, me and Phil saw each other and couldn't really notice... I didn't really notice him first half at all. Yeah. Uh, I noticed like Freeman and Smith and other people in more that central area, but Brunt sort of like but I, passed I think, me by a little bit. I, and then when he... When he went further forward, he got involved more. Tidy though. But I also, th- yeah, exactly. I think that's credit to him that he couldn't really see much of what he was doing first half. Yeah. Because everything he did, he just did steady and moved the ball and kept it going and broke it up when he needed to. He didn't really have the chance to turn it on, really. 
Mm. He were only second half when he played a little bit further forward. It kind of showed a little bit more to him. But uh, yeah, I, I, I just think that we could do with getting three or four of those young ones out. We don't want to fill the squad too much with them, and we don't want them to do nothing. We don't want them all to get a beer shot either. No, they yeah. need. To, no, I'm, I'm, you know, there were talk there about Jefferson going to be a shot or Donny or Sunderland. To me, Sunderland's a great move for him. League, you know, league below, get some games. Decent big crowd. Playing in front yeah, of thirty-five thousand yeah. every week with with some expectation or got a beer shot. I mean, no disrespect to beer shot, but what's what's he playing in front of there? Eight, nine, uh, ten thousand in a, in a in a farmer's S- league. Sunderland is the best move in terms of like you say. I think sometimes these players go on loan. You need you need to have that pressure. When we got Henderson. He'd had a few loans and he said that he wanted to go and play in front of the crowds. And I think that's why he ended up coming to United yeah. to have that sort of almost pressure. And obviously that was the making of him uh, in a lot of ways. But like with Jefferson there, that would be great for him. But equally, he's 17, isn't he? 18 now. Yeah, 18, whatever it is. Maybe, you know, just a bit closer to home at Donny as well, equally. And it's then, in Rotherham linked as well, I think. Yeah. Anywhere, like, anywhere in League Anywhere, one, I think anywhere in League one. one. And, and, and for the same reason, sorry, I can't remember the name, but is it Casper? What's the centre half called? Lapata. Le, well, there's some question or, or about Lepata. whether it's Lapata or Lapata. So, in, in the same breath that I think you could do with Jebison going and getting knocked about by some centre halves, you could do with him getting knocked about by a few. Big, early centre forwards for a season. You could yeah. send, and with him and maybe Gordon, maybe Brunt, maybe Bruntsworthy for a level above. I haven't watched any of them enough to be able to comment. I think Tyler could, Smith's worth, worth keeping. He looks like he's played football because he has. Yeah, he's had a couple of loans, hasn't he? Yeah. It's, the only thing with Smith is in a saturated position. Otherwise, I think. He, but I think he's left footed, though, isn't he? And there's yeah. not, we haven't got many attacking left footed players. He's actually probably. Apart from Moose, he's probably our quickest striker as well. Maybe. Oh, no. Obviously, we've got the Scottish... He's just a sprinter. Scottish speedboat. <laughs> um, which, because obviously everyone in Scotland owns a speedboat because they're really useful up there. But, or they were good at down. Or they play balls on the ATC. Yeah, sending these lads out to... Sending these lads out to... I'm not even going to... Sending these lads out to... To League Two is uh, is with a recall option isn't the worst idea in the world. Is yeah, it? send them out with like I said, bring them back in January if you think we can then integrate them back in. So, so what about permanence then? Any any of the Max Lowe fourth yeah. choice left back? Yeah, Ma- Max Lowe. I think I think Regan Slater. I think he'll go if he's not part of it last night. Been linked with Hull apparently. Today. I thought he was injured. Yeah. I thought he was injured. Obviously. I don't think he's anything major, is it? But I think he's been linked with Hull again today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. I mean, obviously, the burger. I've seen tonight. There's a, a an account tweeted that Spurs have, have offered us twenty million euros for burger, which is about sixteen million quid. I'm guessing that's an opening shot, but no, it's just. I think if we, especially it's if a shot by Ali Berg. Especially if it's <laughs> that way. With. Especially if we sell Ramsdale and that takes the pressure off. Yeah, we can then hold out we can whatever hold out we want for, for burger. You yeah. know, if we, if we want 35, 40. Do we? But do we look to Spurs to get someone like Skip on loan or something? You know, I would look to try and keep hold of burger, and you know, if we're twelfth in January, let him move on. If we're looking like getting promoted, then maybe we can convince him to. You touched on it earlier. Jukanovic was so successful at Fulham because he's got Kevin McDonald driving forward, and yeah. we've seen what he's like at Bramall Lane. Yeah. He's he's. Is that player in he's, Yeah, but he's better. He's better. Than oh yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think 
My biggest worry about Berger, what the sort of fee you've just said, Danny, obviously really pissed me off. But what will infuriate me more is there's been all this chat about getting what he's worth and then he goes out on loan to, like, Napoli on, on 31st of August at, like, quarter to ten. Um, I don't I, think I don't he goes on loan anywhere. We no. cash in. Regardless, we will cash in one way or another. Yeah. Be it now or January on Berger, I think, unfortunately. Depending on where we are. Yeah. And I would hope the club is savvy enough not to do what we've done before and, like you said, sell our best player at 10 to midnight on transfer, transfer deadline day. And then... Do you know, I, I one know. of them annoying loans would really disappoint yeah. me. It'd go again. It, it basically, it, it would have been. I'm just. I'm, it happens a lot, doesn't it? In fairness, he doesn't seem to be making noises about no. wanting to leave. He's a professional, and, and, isn't and, he? Know, Very professional. Move. Yeah. So, it, anyone else? Anyone left field? You think? Baldock to linked with Olympiacos and Burnley. Baldock, unfortunately, I love Baldock. I think he's one of our best, most important players. He was possibly one of the better players last season. But how much would you get for him? If you, I think if you can get upwards of twelve, to 10, 12. But then that leaves us wide open in that position. At the minute, you've got Baldock and Bogle. You sell Baldock, you've owned yeah. Bogle. You Sariki's gone out. Has he gone? And again, he's gone to beer shop. I didn't and know again, if he'd gone. Or he's... No one knows whether he's ready to step yeah. in. I I I throw something in there around the strikers. Because my worry is, we've got no one. For, we can play Berger further forward. We can drop McGoldrick deeper and play him as a as a kind of link player. But who's in front? They're all coming back to get the ball. And I, I look at it. We've got we've got. You know, say I'm going to say an embarrassment of riches. Probably wrong phrase. We've got plenty of strikers. I think we've got a set of strikers at the envy of the rest of that league. But but I'll do the right strikers. They're all very. The point you're making, I think, is they're all very similar. They come looking for the ball to spin yeah. on it. Jefferson last night, to his credit, was, was pushing the line. He, he, was, he was hanging. Times, he, yeah, he was, yeah. but he was doing that because he was on the shoulder. Well, but I, I don't mind uh, players being offside. But what, it's interesting. I remember many about three years ago. I said to you, fella, I think, when did we last? When were we last offside in a forward move? And it, because the way when particularly under when we had Sharp and McGold, okay, they're experienced players, so you'd expect it not to happen as often. But that the way and that Bernie, the way he plays because he's drops in, isn't gonna be offside. Brewster, I think and Yevkanovic sort of touched on it that he almost is he needs to be a bit more ruthless and he goes looking for the ball all the time because he wants it. And like last night there were a couple of ridiculous shots. Like, you but I don't see him mind that. Up and, just, and they're just like wincing. But then I do it frustrates me more at the minute, McBurney. Yeah, McBurney frustrates me anyway. I think he, he... I know you love him, John. I know you do. I just... I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't see it. And, and if there was an offer, I don't think there would be at the minute. No, I don't either. But if there no. was, I wouldn't be adverse to it. I get the impression, the problem that you've got with someone coming in from McBurney, I get the impression that in a similar way to you've heard about, like, I think the Prince would want 15 million for him and I don't think you'd get that. You'd get a fraction of what we paid and I think we've probably got to just persevere there with, with him and see what I'd happens. I'd love prove me wrong. I would love I think, well, I think him and, I think him and Brewster, you've, you probably... Do you know, can I say something, by the way, about Brewster? I don't think I've I've enjoyed a player's goal celebration as much as I did Brewster's last night. It was so good. It was fantastic to see that raw emotion. There was 25 games or something before him scoring. It was fantastic to see. And 
just so happens. And it's a shame that Burnley didn't get one as well because them two on Saturday yeah, playing back yeah, there, yeah. you've yeah. got to play them both if if they fit. And that's quite refreshing to see because it, although he obviously he's not done, he's not set the world on fighting out by any stretch, but he came big feed, big reputation. He could have kind of if it had been you know there's a possibility he could have kind of we could have gone down or we did go down and he could have gone down tools and gone. I'm not sticking around for this. Yeah, this is not yeah. what I signed up for. So the fact that he has, you know, he's kind of, he's bitten down on it and just got on with it and he seems, you know, he seems like a well-liked lad. That kind of bodes well for me that he's not, you know, a big-time Charlie. Interesting, I've got a, a there's a Carlisle fan I know was at the match last night and um, he was just messaging and said, I'm, I'm here when, um, I saw Bruce to score. That was his kind of tweet. <laughs> I've seen Bruce to score, which is more than 20,000 of your fans yeah, have done. Yeah, more than 20,000 are lot, yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to find that he, he then come back to me and said, this morning he just put he was absolutely terrible mind I'd be infuriated if I had to watch him every week he thinks he's Stevie Gerrard and he isn't which I thought was a really he's a quite he's a decent football guy and he's you know he knows his football he was very very, he took a lot of pot shots yeah but I think that's his game, isn't it? Yeah. He, he's got a yeah, decent yeah. strike on it. If you see all the goals, a lot of the goals he scored from Swan, for Swansea, they were just instinctive pot shots. that instinctive last night, you could sit back. He nearly scored from 25 yards. Many, well. many, many moons ago when we were out on a four blade run that's not happened for a very long time, I compared his style to Chad Evans, as in he gets shots off. He doesn't need it out of his feet, and he hits the he strikes, he strikes the ball, the ball clean, tremendously yeah. clean. And Evans used to do that when he was when he was playing well for us. He was. There, there was someone I can't remember. It was Shearer said, Shane Given said, no one struck a ball as hard. He's never faced a ball struck as hard than Ched Evans since Shearer. That that Ched Evans he struck a ball that cleanly, and I can see what you mean with that with, with Brewster because he, he can get pop shots off. And, it's and, ball really well from, from nothing. And also, you don't want to coach out of him the desire to get more goals and be up for it no, like that. Um, but you also don't want to see him sat on the left wing like he was on Saturday. No. The, no. That's so, the thing. Like, but I mentioned it last night to you, Phil. Like when, when he was, I remember like McBurney playing on, on the right-hand side of a three for Barnsley away at Barnsley and he went and found about five of our players and put it in, in that was one of them famous wild performances where we were just like what's gone on yeah. here I think there were a few dodgy selections you had that purple kit on um, and maybe that's something but Bernie in that right channel and he can drop in and then offer the left is where you use maybe Smith or Dan's favourite until we get somebody a bit better with Brewster through the middle, so just, and then McGoldrick's not in the team, so and then you'd be like, just just going back a little bit. So you're talking about potential permeations of what could happen. Mm-hmm. So if we were to get Vieira and Davis and Paddington Bear and who else? Well, where's Paddington Bear play? So I'll give you that first. Then we signed Vieira, who's placed as he take Norwood. Yeah, Flack. I think. So. I think Flag. we Personally. need. Because I think um, for, the midfield hasn't been balanced once since we signed Berger, really. It's always been a bit of an issue. Since and the, down tools. Yeah, and the, one of the biggest <laughs> issues in that has been flex form. Mm. Um, and I think adding a bit more... I'm, I'm clutching at straws, but I presume... He's a he's a rangy player, Vieira. I imagine he's fairly quick and athletic. I, th- I think. Oh, well, am I, I describing the original Vieira? But I like, think, I think from what I've read, 
can play but can also do like a box to box role can get his footing can get up and down which is kind of exactly what we need yeah. and that needs and whereas Norwood I think to rep- get somebody to sit in there and spray it around one, it's going to be incredibly difficult to well, I know we're not talking this is not particularly transfers one thing about Norwood and one thing about Jukanovic's sides whenever I've seen Jukanovic's sides they move the ball very very quickly Norwood really really slows, slows us down yeah it does we, 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 I wouldn't, you know, we don't stagnate with him, but we, we don't, we lose that kind of. But have you said that? Funnily enough, movement. when Norwood come on last night, the pace picked up dramatically. Up. Oh, fair enough, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I, it's about the movement around, isn't it? Yeah, I he, he can only pick the pace up if he's you, got someone to pass. He can have it. a slow, he can have a slow half. Well, in this sort of system, is it half back? Uh, like or Mezella or whatever you can have that sort of you can have one component of a system being really really slow if everything around it and is moving quickly and maybe maybe that's what Vieira allows because Fleck Fleck will drive with the ball but it always looks a bit like you know when you're playing foot and you go around a few people and you get a bit dizzy like I need to move it now. Like he doesn't glide through the pitch naturally, does he? I'm I'm a centre half. I've never been past anyone in my life. <laughs> I've never glided. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, oh, is it just on that Chelly by the way? He, he he said he's a plays wing or attacking midfield. Likes to go past players with a bit of pace. So that, that would fit what we're after. And this lad from Crew, this Kirk, apparently he's very similar. Goes past players, sets goals up, scores goals. So that exactly would indicate that he's looking to add. Creative, either width or creativity or both yeah, yeah, yeah. but for now Berger has to play that and role yeah. that but the thing is Berger caused the most problems Saturday when he was being dynamic and driving yeah. with the ball Yeah. and the first half he didn't do it I think that's why we look so laboured I think yeah and, and with Davis obviously would slot in at the left hand side but hopefully Norrington Davis gets a game on Saturday and, and plays well but we, we, we're going to have to We've got to get like Ender back in that team, because then all because if you don't if you're not careful, you've not gone. I'm not sure about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. Ender was awful, but most of last season. It's going to take a big upturn for him to get back to anything I, like he was. I think. I think we've seen. You talked about it on Saturday, Dan. The beginning of the end, if not close to the end of the end, for some of these players that mm. we've been on the journey with, and Stevens is one of them. Fleck, I think, could be one of them. Norwood, we've talked about already. All I would say with Ender is last time in that division he was best left back in the league and He was, but that's three years ago and he's he's what, thirty two now? In a different system. Yeah. But I'm not uh, we, I just we, I'm not about, writing him off by any yeah, talked about the, these think, players deserve respect. Yeah. And, and we're not we're not disrespecting any of them for what they've no, done. No, no, not at all. But, but but there's a natural life cycle to a squad and, and, a, and I think there comes a point where Norrington Davis has to become our first choice left back. See, I've not seen enough of Norrington Davis to know or move him on. I'll be honest, I've not seen much of him apart from a pre season friendly at Hallam a couple two or three years ago as a youngster. And he was a standout player in our team, albeit against Hallam Northern Is he But he was dynamic, he was physical, he looked, he, he looked a level above the rest of the team. He, uh, hasn't he got either himself or in his family some military background? So basically, he's just a complete and utter unit. He was born in Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia, because his dad's a soldier. So he, like, it's where his dad's physica- phys- physicality and stuff, I think. We talked, well, we mentioned it before, didn't we? I don't know. I think these. We've, this could become very rambly. I think there's a lot of players. 
I think the only players that have the position locked down are are Egan, Berger, Norwood, and you'd probably say Brewster through the middle. I think everything else is wide open. I, I, don't, I don't think Baldock's place gets taken anytime soon, personally. No, no. but I, th- I think it. I maybe think as soon as unless he goes horses for courses and maybe against you know against West Brom and stuff like that where we need to be a bit more defensively solid it goes with ball out in games where we're expected to dominate the ball yeah. and maybe puts bogling. Yeah. Maybe that's that's the way we do it. And uh, that could actually work on the other side with the other two as well. Um obviously like you know you you're bigger game, you have someone more experienced like Stevens but you want something a bit more swashbuckly and you go for Norwich and David I'd, I don't know I'd, but definitely I think we'd all agree we need to get some new bodies in for the aforementioned reasons and it needs mixing up and I'm fairly sure they will I'm, I'm fairly sure yeah. what we're on now Wednesday now maybe not by this weekend but I would imagine early next week it's 20 days of the transfer yeah, yeah I think everyone needs to chill out early days yeah uh, and yeah, don't go on Twitter and get upset and tweet the club, announce Vieira, <laughs> please. It's not good for you. No one likes to see it. And Although it's I am going to start incessantly tweeting the club, announce Paddington, until it happens. <laughs> You're just going to be tweeting, what's his name? TRX on Twitter that yeah, all the videos. this is the idea. <laughs> and on that note, pitch. See you in a bit. Welcome back, part three. We're going to do uh, a bit of a, a predictions for the season. Um, where where we'll finish? Who's going to be our Who's going to be our top goal scorer and player of the year? So this could be quite interesting. We'll do a bit of a round robin like we have done before. Doesn't matter if there's going to be a bit of crossover because there may be. So first of all, we'll start with where we'll finish. I'll start with you, John. Where do you reckon? If you'd asked me at five to eight on Saturday, I would have said first. And it's now 10 to 10 on Wednesday. And I'm going to say first still. I think we will... We've got a a large amount of firepower and some very good players. And if we keep most of them and we add correctly, I think we'll just have too much for this division. Confident. I like that. I like a bit of confidence. Ian? Well, I did a prediction for when Saturday comes, pre-season preview. And I said... We should be top six. I'd like to think, with the quality of players we're bringing with us, second, but it depends on how quickly we start. And that was written five, six weeks ago. So before we had the disruptive pre-season and without knowing who we're going to sign, obviously we signed nobody yet. Am I still feeling that confident? I still think we should be top six with the players we've got. I still believe that Jukanovic will get us firing in time. But it might take a little bit of time to get going. But that's what happened at Fulham, 17, 16, 17th in November. And they went up, you know. So I, I, I think we've got to give this manager time. And I think we can, we can deliver on, on those expectations. And it's not about being arrogant or like, you know, and John said first, I kind of wins. But actually, I, you know, I, I felt like we should have enough in us to be up there. Yeah, and the only I, teams I see being up there are Fulham, West Brom and Bournemouth being anywhere near us. Yeah, I think, and they've got restrictive, they've got restrictions as well as we have. So, what about you, Dan? Um, I did a pre-season prediction for the Pitch Footy app channel, whatever it is, and I said minimum top six, but probably automatic. 
and I'm, I'm same as Ian, I'm, I'm going to stick with that. I think, but I also said I caveated that by saying I think we'll start slowly, and I think patience is required, and I think that's exactly it's playing out kind of pretty much like I thought. I didn't expect us to hit the ground running, but like I say, I think we've got players who are comfortably good enough, and in some cases too good for this division, and I think we'll add to that over coming weeks. And I think yeah, I think once once we find our once I find our stride and hit our straps, top two. Yeah, I think there's a bit of a theme going on here because I'm exactly the same. I got asked one of my friends who's a Chelsea fan who I was with at the weekend before coming back back to Sheffield, who uh, where where we where we would finish, and I said then I think we'll win it. I think we're too good. I think we're too good for this division. Yeah, it wasn't great on Saturday, but I've not changed my opinion. I think that when he gets it right, he'll get it right, and it'll be really really right. And I think by the end of the season, I think we'll be on fire. I think I I, I think I'd love to see us win. Uh, uh, all right, we won League One under Wilder, but I'd love to see us win the Championship. That's proper, isn't it? I mean, it's not yeah. quite winning the Premier League, but it's probably as, big old it's probably as good a title that we'll win in our lifetimes if we were able yeah, to do that. Yeah, and I, realistically, and yeah. I think it's a good chance this season. I really do. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Well, we can talk about goals now, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Think it all does hang on that. So, is anyone that wants to bookmark this pod <laughs> for when we finish twenty first? Um, please feel free. <laughs> Any Wednesday fans who made it through now, if, you if, weirdos, if, what you're listening to us? Do you know for? what? If, if we finish twenty first and we all look silly for one week only for the end of season pod, we'll change the pod name to Four Knobs in a Pub, <laughs> which. Which is what we are. Some people call us that. Anyway, so. <laughs> I'm going to say we could do that now. In fairness, yeah, top goal scorer. That could be quite an interesting one, that, isn't it? I, I think we'll all have our own opinions, and there could be candidates, four or five of them, I think, that could could potentially finish top scorer. But what, what do you reckon, John? I know where you're going to go. I'm go just putting putting all my faith in McBurney to to score twenty odd goals this season, and I think. He'll start by scoring on Saturday against Swansea and not celebrate, which some people will have an overreaction about. Uh, but I, that's my prediction, McBurney. Bold. He, yeah, well, I had to, didn't I? Dan's <laughs> going to go Moose there because we have to. He's, he's going to go Ollie Burke. He's going to surprise Kirkham did on Twitter. Did he? Our good friend David Kirkham said Ollie Burke and then. I think it was uh, another good friend, Alan, had put up, come on, we'll have a bit of fun, I'll buy you a pint if you get any of them right. And uh, he put Ollie Burke and I'll put seriously. And Mr. Kirkham goes, trust me. No, I trust David with my I life. I mean, the man's a lawyer, you should. I, 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 I trust you him with my life. However, I'm a bit concerned <laughs> about that one. But yeah, I'm going with Bernie. Um, I mean, he's showing absolutely no signs of doing it in the first two games or <laughs> pre-season. But, or yeah. last season. <laughs> no, last season he was rubbish, wasn't he? But I'm doing it. I'm saying that. Ah, he's done it at this level before. Why not? Ian, Absolutely. Are you having? Palmy wants to say they're not at the club yet. Ah, oh, okay. That's interesting. Nice. Does he know something we don't? Yeah. Um, uh, no, I don't. Are you know, ITK. I just. I, 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 marmalade. ITK. Um, in the M. In the marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I find it on my crumpets this morning. Um, the no, I, I I just look at the strikers we've got, and I just feel we're missing somebody off the shoulder of a defender. 
I think and, uh, and, and I'm not uh, Troy Parrot. Off the shoulder. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's getting worse. Isn't it? <laughs> is he the uh, is he the young Irish lad at Spurs yes. who's like yeah. got all the promise in the world, but yeah. then goes on loan and then they always get he always gets recalled. I've no idea what it is. It just he made a shoulder joke, so I obviously tapped it in with the parrot follow up. That that's the, I'm sorry, Al. I wish I, now I wish I was dead. <laughs> Fucking hell. Good quiz team name. <laughs> What, I wish I was dead? No, <laughs> the dead, dead pirates from yeah, the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real quiz, Yeah, Ian. we did promise some niche pop culture references. Yeah. And you've had them in abundance with Ian's mystical top goal scorer. <laughs> no, I just... Misty May. Seventy peg. I'm still not sure about him, but if not Brewster, but I, I, I just get the feeling we're missing something. In all that array of talent we've got. I think you're right. We talked one. about it earlier, didn't we? Mm. That, that, that every, every one of our strikers is quite similar in a certain way we haven't got any word, anyone that really plays on the shoulder so yeah it could be shout I mean I feel like it, the strike force is a solid broom handle mauser but you just need somebody to loan the gun <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh dear oh. moving on Dan so I would love to say Moose I would love to say Moose top goal scorer and I genuinely think if you could get 25 30 games out of him he gets 20, 22, 23 goals. However, I don't think we'll get 30, 35 games out of it. We're losing six or seven already. So I'm going to say Brewdog. Brewdog? 25 he'll get this season. I just, I, I know he's, he, he was poor last season, but I just, everything I've seen from him, he looks like a natural goal scorer to Yeah, him. he does. He looks like something, if you give him chances, give him the ball in the right position, and he gets his confidence up, he will score goals. So I'm going to say Brewster, not only United's top goal scorer, league top goal scorer. Oh, he's gone balls deep. deep. Top goal, I've gone balls deep on He's this. gone balls deep. Top so, scorer for the division. I was going to go Brewster as well. Uh, I refer to a tweet I saw this morning that quoted as saying, felt like history was made last night that I saw the first of Rayan Brewster's 52 goals that he scores this season. <laughs> 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 just perfect. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Brewster looks looks woefully short of what he, he, we paid twenty four million for so far since he's been been with us. But he's clearly got it. He's clearly got something about him. That might be the monkey off his back last night, and yeah. and could be the could be the catalyst. Him being more likely to start now with Moose getting injured could be the the opportunity for him potentially to start a few games and, and get a few but goals. If you can get Brewster and McBurney firing, both of them, I think everything else will fall into place. I made a, I made a statement last season that it could be the last time we see Billy Sharp scoring goals for Sheffield United. Do you think Billy will score a goal this year? After that chance he missed last night, Christ. I think almost certainly. Almost certainly will. Because he'll be, if he's not starting, he'll probably he'll be, be off the bench. He'll be first off the bench if we need a goal. He's gonna get goals. He's gonna get, you know, he's gonna get chances. He's gonna all, get, even if he takes a couple of penalties. Yeah, he'll, he'll he score. gets the um, he gets the crowd up off the seats as well, doesn't it? When yeah. Shark comes yeah, on, yeah. And, but I, I feel that as well. Like McGoldrick had his most, most prolific season, well, ever, <laughs> arguably last year. Well, I think he scored more goals when we got promoted than yeah, he did last possibly. year. But he he obviously McGoldrick, you'd fancy to play a lot of games and to bag. I think like. Everyone we've mentioned, I think even Moose, when he like, you know, comes on and then the wind takes his legs from beneath him and he's out for the season. But if he manages to... The cop chance moves. <laughs> he's gone. Oh my. <laughs> no. Is that a boo? 
Is that a booth? No. 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 Moose. <laughs> but in all seriousness, if he's if he's anywhere, even even a seventy percent fit moves can score score goals. Sharp will score. I think my prediction and Phil's prediction of us winning the league. I do think you probably want two players to do, start doing that very quickly if that's going to happen. But you know, it's it is still early days. We've played one match, but I think we've got an abundance of talent in that position but I also think like Ian says we maybe do still need something different something different yeah. something to mix it up a little bit I agree I've just said like here when we did this 12 months ago and we talked about who's the most important player and I think I said McBurney because if we're going to stay up he needs to score goals <laughs> yeah, well. that went well he had a thingy didn't he, he had McBurney McBurney was injured on and off all last season and I, I for me the big the yeah, bloody <coughs> injured and he kicked somebody in the street. Yeah, the McBurney I want to see, and I talked about it before, is that one against Wolves and Chelsea and Spurs in that run of games where he looked every bit the player that we thought we'd signed. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. And I'll probably end up looking at pricks in a few weeks. He'll like bob a pound band or something. <laughs> <laughs> looking like golden looking chain. <laughs> They so kill people. They had a great. I remember seeing Strikers them. Do. I fans don't kill people. Strikers do. <laughs> Saw it on a program on BBC Wales. Um, they sponsored Newport. They sponsored. They Newport did, yeah. For a while. They did, yeah. They also had a song saying, "If you're leaving now, can I fuck your sister and your best friends?" <laughs> and I saw them perform that at a festival. Um, to. To lots of jeering, so Goldie. We said niche pop culture, but Goldie looking chain, yeah. Last orders, That's last at, the orders at the bar, everybody. So, Phil, we've got positions, we've got top scorer, we've got so Goldie the, looking chain. The, <laughs> so, the, the, the natural last one to finish on is player of the year, then. Who's going first? Go on, John. He's not at the club yet. No, um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get that was a dig. <laughs> No, it was it. it was oh. it wasn't a dig. It was a it was a joke. Uh, I think the player of the season. By the way, I'm not I'm not bonkers. I'm not the same with Bernie. I think it'll be um, I think it'll be Berger if he stays. If Berger doesn't stay, I think it might end up being someone boring. But because we've done well and we've kept a lot of clean sheets and, and stuff, and about someone like Egan. So I'm going to say Berger if he stays, but if not, John Egan because he's. By far away the best centre back in this division. That's fair. That's fair. I think, like you say, a lot depends on who's going to be here for the season. I don't think we fully know what our team's going to be. And to, to take Ian's point, we don't know who he's going to be yet. There could be someone come in. It could be Vieira. It could be Paddington or whatever his name is. We'll see. What do you reckon, Ian? <laughs> well, I, funnily enough, I'm sort of thinking rather similar to John because Berger is clearly by far the most talented footballer we've got. The times he just accelerated it, just just slipped away from Birmingham defender, Birmingham midfielders to the extent they were just pulling him back on Saturday, shows a glimpse of if we can ignite on a regular basis what we've got. Equally, there's not many players, as we said earlier, that are guaranteed a place in this eleven at the minute, mm-hmm. and Egan's one of them. But beyond that, you could probably hope, and it's a hope, that Brewster is that spark, is that striker that we've not seen at. Bramall Lane properly for how many years? Like, Since beating. Well, I was going to say Evans. But maybe Evans, but in the yeah, lower, lower division. Hopefully ends in a different way. But 
Yeah, I think um, my call for, my call for player of the year. I think, like you say, Berg is clearly the most talented footballer we've got. But I, I do firmly believe. I, I honestly think you're going to get a lot of goals from Ryan Brewster this year. I think he'll be our player of the year. I agree. I mean, I can't have. I can't say Brewster's going to be club leading goal scorer, league's leading goal scorer, and then not expect him to win player of the season. <laughs> can I? So anything else I said would would be silly. So yeah, Brewster for me on the back of me. Are the other predictions? Could we throw in a breakout star or surprise of the season, yeah, or yeah. both breakout player, and then something that we think it'll be a surprise that happens? Maybe could be a bit of fun. Whether that's George Baldock has a third nipple that no one knows about. By the end of the season, Dan really likes Ollie Berg. Well, <laughs> so we'll go with breakthrough prospect then. Like player that we think could break into the first team squad. I'm happy to start since I suggested it, and you're Ian, Ian's very focused. Dan's thinking about George Baldock's third nipple. <laughs> Phil's just enjoying that beer. I'm going to say based on an area of the team we're lacking and in that area of the team there's quite a lot of injuries I'm going to say that Zach Brunt sticks around and gets involved more than we expect and he's very very good as well I think he showed a lot last night that he could he can handle the level he just needs well a different opposition obviously but he, he just looked like a calm head and his interview today came across really, really well as well. I like the uh, almost mm. the ambition of not wanting to go and fight for his first team. Yeah. I, I didn't realise he is a local lad. Chesney, yeah. I think, isn't he? He played for Greenhill. Grew yeah. up playing for Greenhill. Mm. So, Bunt's mine. Got that in early. I think... Um, I think... Perhaps not a, a young and as in he's just breaking through, but I think Norrington Davis will be our first choice left back by the end of the season. Okay. And, and accepted as such. I'd yeah. agree with that. I think What's going to be his song? Reese. Tap Bowie. Anyone here Bowie? Mm. That was a ref. <laughs> Reese Norrington Davis is a good shout. Yeah, I agree. As much as I, I just hold a candle for Ender. <laughs> well, I've got a little shrine with an Irish flag, a pint of Guinness in it. <laughs> just because he shared a drink and a, and a cuddle with it. You know, he gave me his braces when he had them removed from that day. Anyway. Oh, oh, that's a grin. <laughs> <laughs> a retainer, Ender's retainer. Uh, Dan? Uh, I think it's hard to, if you look at the, the youngsters that have come through last night, I think Norrington Davis is a good shout and Brunt's a good shout. I'm not sure any of the others are in a position to establish themselves barring a kind of major injury crisis. You can't see like Gordon or Lapata playing unless Unless we've got some playing league games regularly enough, I could see Lapata. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I've been seeing enough last night. Has got could could get into the yeah. first team, yeah. Because at the minute it depends, it, especially after Basham's. Uh, after Basham's came out last night, and, and I just I'm still not convinced by Jared Robinson, and it, and it depends who we buy. It, obviously, it comes down to. Yeah. But we're still thin at the back, even if we bring Davis in. Yeah, there yeah, we are. So, I, I suppose. Gordon's been the one that's been kind of talked about as the centre half that's been coming mm. through, and obviously got linked with the Liverpool and Everton like last yeah, season. Yeah, and Bayern Munich. In, yeah, and Bayern Munich. Lapata's come from nowhere, really, hasn't he? Yeah, we were signing from Brighton, didn't we last yeah, yeah. summer? But I'll, but I'll say Tyler Smith. Like I said, I think Tyler Smith's one. He's done his. He's kind of. He's almost done his apprenticeship. Gone out, Swindon, Bristol Rovers, nicked a few goals. It's a little bit like. Um, Kyle Norton, isn't it? When Kyle Norton first came into the yeah. first team, 
He'd done a bit of batting around Scotland and he went to Northampton and... Gretna, wasn't he? Was Walker at Gretna as well? No, he went to Northampton. That's it, Tyler Smith's 22. Yeah, he's not. He's 23 this year. Really yeah, so, so if he's yeah. to do anything at Blades, he has to be. So, this, yeah, yeah. It's, it, this is, he's either got to do it now or he's never he's gonna, kind of not going to do it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll. I'm assuming, based on the fact that we've, none of us have said it, we're assuming Regan Slate is not going to be here. I, I don't think so. You see, I'm going to go controversial and say Jebison, but I think we might load him and see him back at the club before the end of the season. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I think I think he'll go somewhere in League One. I mean, you say controversial. It's not. I think. No, but it's controversial. <laughs> given that, given that it's not Marcus Stewart. <laughs> given I just said the player of the season uh, isn't uh, stops to go. Or sorry, isn't the club yet? I suppose it's another kind of like that. But I can see him going to if he can go to a Sunderland. I think he'll be a success. It might mean we bring him Come back by. into yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. by the end of the I season. Think, I think if we're going to slightly different conversation, but of the up and coming youngsters who could go on to be the the biggest star for us, I think that's Jefferson. I think yeah. he's got everything. What's happened to the... Oh, Hackford. Is it Hackford. No, the other lad, Endai, the French lad? He, he had a falling out of the club at the end of the season, didn't well, he? Well, there's rumours that he signed that. There's rumours that he's falling out of the club. He was the one that everyone was talking about. As he's going to make it, he's going to make it. And he's just... There's a Tunisian kid as well, isn't there? Ayari. Ayari, yeah. I thought he might have been around the... Mm. If we were playing, was he the one who was doing that like drill against the wall, fire yeah, yeah. at the ball, and yeah. it was like, okay, your touch is insane. Yeah, like, that it like and scoring, you know, for under twenty threes last season, you know, scoring worldies, worldies yeah. week in week out. So I mean, the the good thing is we're sat here. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since we've actually sat here and talked about a good crop of youngsters. Yeah, you've had, you've had the odd one mm-hmm. come through. You had seems, Mas- seems to come all of a sudden as well. But like, it, we, I remember us talking about so. there was like. We've got nothing. Yeah. Nothing pushing. And then all of a sudden we've got seven or eight. Is it? It's that step up from League One and it's those players coming through that they draw and and play the same way. Is it a criticism of the previous regime? (gasps) How dare you? Get out. Get out. Well, I, th- no. I think it's more like, like I said, I think it's more like the club moved a lot faster than yeah. the youth ranks. Did. In fairness, Wilder did. I think if we'd, if, we'd well, stayed, right? if we'd have stayed in League One for two or three seasons under Wilder, you would have seen a lot more of these players come through and play first yeah. team minutes. I think as well, what is an important thing to remember? I mentioned about Brun, we talked about Norrington, Davis, Smith, Jefferson coming back. I think. If we are to do any form of succession planning, that heaven forbid we, none of our predictions come true and we don't end up getting promoted, that we we need to have got some of these blooded. So we do. if we do have an exodus... If we have, yeah, if we have yeah. a mass exodus, we've got backup. And yeah. also, like, these are, isn't it better that Slater or Brun has a difficult game in central midfield, then we buy somebody for a couple of million quid who's just not good enough. And then we're like, well, he was a waste of money. The youngsters are afforded a slightly different sort of uh, discussion um, and like leniency, aren't they? Yeah. You know, so we'll see. Right, surprise of the season then. Surprise of the season. So it might Josh be. Josh walking in at ten past ten on our first pod of the new season. Hi, Josh. Little bit of a surprise. Um, <laughs> Aaron Ramsdale's here for the rest of the season. Here, yeah, here cross. In, in the cross. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be a surprise if he came to the pub. But jo- um, Josh wants to know if anyone wants a drink. I'm personally okay. You no, good, Josh. Um, 
but yeah, it's Ramsdale staying. That's yeah, quite bold. It'd be a surprise, wouldn't it? It would yeah. be a surprise. Um, yeah, not much more to say on it. But... Sorry. Well, there isn't, the is there? Right, because it, I think it, we've pretty much all resigned ourselves to he's gone, haven't we? Yeah. I think so. So yeah. the point people commenting on how long, you know, like you mentioned today, how long he was applauded in the court, like. Yeah. Dan, what's yours? You, Phil's already said about the Ollie Burke convert. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, we'd, we'd said surprise of the season, not miracle of the season. Um, can I just what, rewind a little bit back on the Aaron Ramsdale thing? Surprise of last season, if we were sat here in November to say that Aaron Ramsdale would have been in the Euro 2020 squad. At the beginning of the season, I said it's an interesting move around because we might be in a position due to game time and stuff, and it didn't happen this way, that Ramsdale actually goes to the Euros and Henderson doesn't. I did say that. He did. Circumstances were different, obviously. But yeah, but you know, you let bygones be bygones. It was a fantastic prediction. I deserve a lot more credit than I got for it. <laughs> well done, Jonathan. Thank you. you. You're well done. <laughs> yes, you are a wonderful human being. I know. For predictions. Example to us all. But what do you reckon, Dan? As your surprise of the season. I'm not know it yet. Yeah, he's not at the club yet. The surprise thing hasn't happened yet. Um, I'm hoping for. I'm, do you know? I'm hoping for. A, I'm hoping That's for. That's how surprises work. Usually, <laughs> if not happened. <laughs> My surprise hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that turns you right for being facetious. <laughs> but in all, in all, surprise of the season. Ian actually makes a prediction which doesn't involve someone not being at the club. Yet. <laughs> Good comeback. Um, uh, surprise of the season. It's tough that because again because the season's such an unknown we don't know who's going to be who's going to be you know you, you, ordinarily you could say a stalwart wouldn't play but there's a lot of stalwarts aren't going to play this season so surprise of the season I, I honestly don't know I'm I'm honestly struggling for something that I would find surprising because at the minute nothing would surprise me. It's shocking, right? It's a plastic yeah. case. Absolutely. <laughs> the whole thing could come crashing down around his ears. All right, surprise of the season. Nothing terrible happens. <laughs> nothing terrible happens at United this season. That's surprise of the season. Fair enough. I mean, that Yukanovic paint is pretty terrible. When you see that, you'll know what I mean. Maybe that's the surprise season. It rubs away and there's some image of Jesus or something that brings us good luck. <laughs> It's like some we got, you know, people coming. Someone breaks in the lane and paints Wilder's head on it. Um, <laughs> he shouldn't have gone. Um, my surprise of the season uh, is, is controversial. Wilder gets the job in the championship, and when he plays at Bama Lane, it, there's some sort of dodgy altercation, and uh, he loses face. That wouldn't surprise me actually. Loser's face, as in. In a bit like Warnock, like okay. esque, as in, like, does some wind up thing, like an overt celebration or something like that. I think that Loser's face, as in, you kind of just like bites his nose off or something. Just... I was thinking like Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but some. He, he gets a job in the championship, and when they play at the lane, it's. Oh, by the way, we've just drawn Derby County in the second round of the Carabao Cup. At home? Home or away? I don't know. My watch doesn't tell me. Home. 
have to yeah. book train back for that one. Um, but you know, that's Ravel Morrison getting one, and Stearman and Kazim Richards and Jagielka and Jagielka. So five four yeah. win then. Wow, but um, yeah, there's something bad happens when Wilder goes for his new quarterback on the line, or even at the away game, which involves like him losing a bit of face. That's quite an out there actu- one, but that actually wouldn't surprise me if that happened. Wilder being the character that he is. It's his energy that he channels, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think he's somebody to. He is his. Fo- he loves United, but I do think he. Like you said, that's that's where he get. He, you know, he's one of them kind of like a war knock. Yeah. And that, that he draws his energy from. Yeah. You know, it's not a criticism, by no, the way, at all. No, and I wouldn't begrudge it because obviously the way he left, him, some things were probably said that weren't very nice. So there you go, Ian. I'm struggling. I want to give a straight answer though because I'm under pressure. <laughs> you can give an ambiguous one if you want. Be as out there as you want. I mean, I've tried to go a bit more controversial. The boardroom bed is reintroduced. No, <laughs> boardroom bed. That's good. Only when Bernie comes out and nudges gloves. Nudges gloves. Boardroom bed. Yeah. For the early pod listeners, one of the early. I'm going to be controversial. There'll actually be something edible and drinkable coming out of a catering facility at Royal Lane. The bed coil was all right last night. Yeah, well, if you could get it in time. And they've got the reusable cups, so they're doing their bit for the environment, so good on them. That's also money saving, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's not making really time. Yeah, it's got no money. Bright house. <laughs> Home bargains. Home bargains. <laughs> But yeah, so you think there'll be better catering facilities at Bramall Lane, it's the biggest surprise. So what are we expecting, like, pulled pork burger? A pie to have some content to it. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that picture of the pie at Hillsborough? Have you not had a head-nose sausage roll yet? I haven't, no. Is that edible? Have you? Stunning. No, I haven't. Apparently I'm really, really nice. Oh, okay. well, there we go, that might, I might be pleasantly surprised. That's I saw it. a picture of the Wednesday fan of the first game of the season who opened the pie lid. And it had, whatever was in there had either not been filled or it had just shriveled up and died in 18 months. <laughs> So, you know. I mean, what sort of weirdo takes the lid off the pie before eating it? If you if you buy a pie at a match, you're I think starving, you get stuck in, I suspect it'd be there that long that it just naturally separates. Look like levitated. Look like a traditional UFO. Yeah, they the best pies. Oh, you got the best ever. Yeah, the, the, the piest pies. The, yeah, the most pie pies. Greenest grass, the roundest I, balls, the www.piesatfootball.co.uk forward slash league table has got them at the top. In all categories. Now that is fucking niche content, that. <laughs> they, they, I'm going to Google that. It doesn't exist. <laughs> just maybe. But it does. They, uh, they love it uh, at Hillsborough. Anyway, pies, all the best pies. They've got Thornbridge beer, to be fair. And given... Yeah. Well, yeah, they have sought it out, United. Yeah. yeah. Get into bed with a brewery. Swat. It's your mate. Owners of Wednesday, I know. There we go. Boys, it's been very, a pleasure. very, very daft, but it was what it's we got needed. Got a bit eclectic at the end. <laughs> and I hope that you guys at home enjoyed listening to it as much as we did. We're where we are watching the game on Saturday because unfortunately, part time now, aren't I? So I will be in the steel yard at Kellam, I think. Oh, sounds good. I'll be watching it on catch up because I'm gigging Leeds. You see uh, blue tones, aren't you? Blue tones yeah. and sleep. Culture vulture. I would imagine on the sofa at home, having 
made my wife and children leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it in a campsite in Burton Bradstock, which is a lovely little village in Dorset where Billy Bragg lives. In Dorset? It's very, very good. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, hoping, hoping that the Wi-Fi in the campsite bar is all right. And, um, yeah, I'll be really obnoxious and loud, I'm sure. And then, I'm sure you won't be, John. No. I'm sure you won't. That's not like you. But in all seriousness, uh, a quick prediction before we go. 3-1 United. Ooh. McBurney hat trick. And that's the man who's not me drinking. Yeah, I, I, so I actually... I think we might surprise people. They're a bit of a. They're in a worse state than us. I think we'll beat them. Yeah. 2 1. 1 0. I'm going to go for a boring 1 0 win with McBurney scoring and not celebrating and people being annoyed that he didn't celebrate. I'll take, I'll take all four of them results, in fairness. Yep. Including the draw. And uh, it's unlikely we'll get one before West Brom, but I don't want to depress myself about how many goals Callum Robinson will score against us. So. Any further ado. You think they're shitting themselves at prospects of Ollie Burke turning up to haunt them? <laughs> I mean, only... Or West Brom fans in, back at, back at kind of a way end of it, going to be kind of stood like that. I saw a tweet pretend, earlier. That, that's pretending himself from his first touch. I saw Not a tweet a earlier from a West Brom fan saying something along the lines of, my roof needs repair and it's going to cost me £2,500. And just to think, we spent £15 million on Ollie Burke. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll do an Ollie Burke tribute pod at the end of the season when he's player of the year. A surprise of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Why has no one got that? Well, Only one way to finish. Yeah, anyway, up the blades. Up the blades. blades. These trainers, John? What are these? No, mate, I've had the few. He just got them back from being clean. Look really good, don't they? Yeah, really? Is that a thing? Honestly, they look new, mate. They look class. Yeah, it's a thing. Really reasonable too. Adam Dunn at this place called Glistening Kicks. They're in Sheffield. But fellas are blade too. Oh, nice one. That saves buying new ones, doesn't it? How do I find them? I've got a few pairs I need looking at myself. Absolutely. Save, save me someone who's got a bit of trader page. An absolute fortune. You can get them on social media like most things these days. They're on Twitter at Glistening Kicks and Instagram at Glistening underscore Kicks. Or they have a website, www.com glisteningkicks.co.uk. Give them a shout. The process is dead easy. They collect them safely and then drop them back off with you. And if you take them round yourself, that process could be even quicker. Um, they look, feel and smell like new. And it's I'm, I'm absolutely chuffed and I'm already looking at what pairs I'm going to take down um, next to have him look out for us. Nice one. Cheers for that. I'm going to get on to them straight away. What was their Insta again? At glistening underscore kicks. That's the one. Really good service, and I couldn't recommend it enough to any blades. Brilliant. Nice one. All the blades.